0: Welcome to the Wolverine Confidential Podcast. I'm Andrew Kahn. I'm Ryan Zook. And I'm Aaron McMahon. On this special episode, we rank Jim Harbaugh's top five wins as Michigan's head coach entering the 2022 football season. There's consensus at number one, but disagreement about the rest of the list. Listen to our rankings and let us know what you think. Here's our top five wins of the Harbaugh era right now on Wolverine Confidential. Okay, guys, with the 2022 Michigan football season right around the corner, we thought it'd be a good time to come up with a, a ranking. So top five wins of the Jim Harbaugh era at Michigan. Um, and we can we can kind of discuss in a little bit what our list meant. Maybe maybe that's how we'll do it. I'll, I'll throw it to Ryan first, and then we'll go to Aaron, and then I'll give my list. And before you give your top five, just say... Uh, you know, kind of what you were thinking generally when when producing this list, because kind of all we said before we started was, you know, our best wins, our biggest wins, whatever. But there was no um, you know science to this; it wasn't just the biggest, as in most lopsided. That would have just been a mathematical exercise. That hopefully we would have had the t- same top five for, though I, I have my doubts. But uh, so, kind of explain what you what this meant to you, and then and then give your list with maybe a sentence or two about each. We're not going to defend them too much until we hear each other's. And we can get into some debate. So Ryan, let's start with you. Top five wins of the Jim What'd Harbaugh era.
1: Yeah. So I mean, the the parameters I use were were what the, what the men went for the season and that week as well. And I also took into account like the opponent. So like, obviously a win over Michigan State's going to mean more than a lot of other a lot of other programs. Even if Michigan State isn't that good, it's it's the rivalry factor. Um, what what has ha- what happened the week prior? What happened the week after these wins? Kind of came into question a little bit when I was putting together, um, the, the list and, and we yeah, have what the outcome of the game meant. So, um, I guess we'll, yeah, I'll kick it off with, uh, the win over Florida in the citrus bowl. I, I think if, I think Michigan might've been an underdog in that game and, um, they came away with a, a blowout victory in, in Harbaugh's first year. And I think that's the only bowl win that Michigan has under Harbaugh. So, um, obviously they don't, me, it's kind of like a, an exhibition, but at, at that time when people still had hardball fever fever, and, and they took a lot of momentum into his second year. Number four, I'm sure most people think this should be higher, but I'll get into reasons later. I had the Big Ten Championship win over Iowa. Obviously, it's their first Big Ten title since 04, Um, But again, I, I think there's other wins that are, are higher on the list, at least in my opinion. Well, which leads me to number three. I have the 2018 win at Michigan State, 21 to seven. Um, obviously, a, a little bit of a fun weather game. The, the pregame drama with Devin Bush, uh, Michigan holding uh, Michigan State to under 100 yards. So, and yeah, it was a, a ranked win on the road. I don't think Michigan State was very good that year, but it, it, it was technically a, a, a ranked win on the road and a win over uh, their in-state rival. Uh, number two. Uh, This might be a little surprise to some people, but I think that that number, uh, that blowout went over Notre Dame in 2019 was pretty shocking considering they were coming off a a loss to Penn State, a crushing loss to Penn State the week prior. People were wondering, is their season over? How will Harbaugh's team respond once they're with the Big Ten title kind of out of the question at that point? And they just put a whooping on the Irish Um, fun night game atmosphere. Um, so yeah, I, I, had that one ranked pretty high and then obviously the, the, win over Ohio state last year at number one.
0: All right. So that's, uh, the bowl game win over Florida, the big 10 title win over Iowa. The 2018 win at Michigan State, the 2019 win versus Notre Dame, and last season's win against Ohio State. That's Ryan Zook's top five. Aaron, let's go to you. Tell us kind of how you compiled your list and and what it is.
2: Yeah. Zook, I had several of those games in there, maybe a little bit different order, and we can get into that a little bit later. Um, when I when I was asked, when you guys asked it, like we came up with this idea, um, you know, when I was thinking biggest and best wins from the Jim Harbaugh era, to me, it almost was like all encompassing. To me, I looked at the games where the wins mattered at the time, and then looking back on it, it mattered to Jim Harbaugh's legacy and and, and still held the test of time. So that's kind of how I came to my conclusion, I guess, of these games. Um, Maybe there's some recency bias here. I don't know. I guess we can debate it a little bit later. Um, Number five, we will start with the 38-17 win at Wisconsin last season. Um, You know, looking back on it right now and looking at Wisconsin's record and how they, are, they didn't have that great of year, maybe doesn't look like a big deal. But it, it was the first win in Madison since 2001. Michigan had struggled there for so long. And it was, I think, the first real glimpse we had seen in this Michigan team last year saying, OK, they're really, really good and they might have something here. Uh, just the way they went about winning it and, and the fact that they, they won convincingly. Um, I think it was a state. It was a statement victory at the time, and I think it will hold the test of time of being a statement victory in, in the Jim Harbaugh era. Uh, I number four. I had the win over Notre Dame uh, in 2019, the 45-14 win. Um, at the time, some folks might remember Jim Harbaugh and his staff were facing a lot of criticism. You know, Josh Gaddis had come in; it was his first year as offensive coordinator. Um, Michigan was picked to win the Big Ten that year. They'd gotten off to a five-and-two start, uh, and there was, you know, some trouble. And it was, so it was between the, the fact that they won, they won convincingly Notre Dame at the time was ranked a top 10 team. It was a win they needed to get, it was against, you know, quote unquote, a rival school. Uh, and that's why I put them at number four. Uh Number three, I have the 41 to seven win over Florida in the citrus bowl in the 2015 season. This game was played I believe, January 1st, 2016, but nonetheless, Um, that was Jim Harbaugh's first year. Uh, it was a good season. Nothing spectacular, but I think the the way they won the game, it was a high profile bowl game. It was, I think, to me, it signaled that Jim Arbaugh and Michigan were back as a program, as a football program, uh, and and that's why I, I put it number three. Number two, I have the forty two to three win over Iowa in the Big Ten title game last year. Um, it was. T- in some ways was obviously the kind of the the afterthought of the Ohio state game. I mean, keep in mind going into that game the players were still riding the high of the Ohio state win, but I I think, you know, winning the big 10 title and the way they went about it, it, it was, I don't know. It was that, that perfect way to end this, to kind of put a bow on the year. I know they went to the playoff and didn't win everything else, but to me, it was kind of the, you know, the celebration, it was their trophy game and, and it was, they won big 10 title and it was, it was, you know, the icing on the cake, I guess, so to speak. So I had that game at number two and then obviously number one, uh, the win over Ohio state, you know, I don't think you, you could put any other game up there. You know, the more I thought about it, you had everything here. I mean, that the, the long time losing skid, to the Buckeyes, uh, the pressure that Michigan, you know, they needed to get into a big 10 title game. Uh, there was a trash talk after the the canceled game in, in 2020 that was not played. The dominating fashion in in which they won is at home. The the crowd, the field afterwards. Uh, It was the uh, it was a it was a badly needed victory for Jim Harbaugh the Michigan football program, and it was, you know, it was it was something I think many Michigan fans will never forget.
0: All right, here is my list, and you'll see there's there's four similar games, so I'll try to just add a little nugget maybe that you guys didn't mention, but I won't repeat too much as far as how I came up with my list. It was mostly about what it meant. At the time in the context of that season, but, but I guess I couldn't ignore, you know, how the opponent, I, I didn't focus on the opponent too much, but I guess I couldn't ignore what it meant, you know, even bigger picture for machine going forward. But, you know, in the case of some of these games were only one season removed from them. So it's really hard to say. So it's more about what it meant at the time. Uh, and my number five game is in Notre Dame game in 2019. Um, it was the final game of that series between those schools. And, you know, they haven't played since we don't know when they'll play again. Michigan was coming off a tough loss to Penn State, and they have a blowout win over a team at the time, ranked number eight in the country. Number four, the Citrus Bowl win over Florida, 2015, to cap that season. Uh, a blowout in Florida's backyard, and it, it put an exclamation point on Harbaugh's first season. They, uh, they ended that season with the highest AP ranking since Brady Hoke's first year. They then started the next season with their highest preseason ranking. Since Lloyd Carr's last year. So it was just the momentum of wow, this thing is back on track and just a real feel-good ending to, to Harbaugh's first year. Uh, number three, I went with Michigan State in 2019. Um, there is another couple Michigan State games I was considering. There was a Wisconsin game I was considering that would have been like in that fifth spot. Uh, but but this was definitely my best uh no, you know, top win over Michigan State. Michigan lost in 2015. They won in 2016, they lost in 2017. They won in 2018, so now it's like 2-2, and then Michigan wins 44-10. So like that was just this statement of, okay, Michigan State, you had your little run when Michigan was making some coaching transitions or whatever. Jim Harbaugh's here now, and Michigan is going to dominate this rivalry again. Now, it did not work out that way. Michigan has lost the two games since, but at the time, that's definitely what it felt like. Uh, Number two, Iowa last season, Big Ten title. Uh, again, the context of it, Michigan wins its first Big Ten title since 2004. Michigan clinches a spot in the playoff for the first time ever. So I, I, that's just, that's huge. Uh, and then number one, we have a consensus at the top. It's the Ohio State game last year. Uh, wh- what do you want to say? His first win against the Buckeyes, Michigan's first in 10 years, uh, just the second since 2003 blowout. The winner is going to the Big Ten championship. So much at stake. Uh, Know and especially important to Michigan and Jim Harbaugh. So, to recap, we have four games that are the same that Ohio State game, consensus number one game, uh, the Iowa Big Ten championship game. We all had it, Aaron and I had it as number two, Ryan had it at number four. Uh, the Notre Dame game in 2019, we all had it again. You know, differences in opinion, Ryan, a little bit valued as the second biggest win of the Harbaugh era. Um, you know, Aaron had it four, I had it five. And then the, the, the bowl win over Florida, which as Ryan said, that is Harbaugh's only ball win at Michigan. Uh, you know, we had it ranked anywhere from third to fifth um, on our list, but that leaves one different one. Um, and it's a, uh, it's just a different big 10 game for Aaron. It's Wisconsin last year for, for me, it's Michigan state 2019. And for Ryan, it's Michigan State in 2018, so I guess the main thing I guess uh, as far as differences to defend here would be uh, those games individually, and and Ryan defending his putting Notre Dame so high. So maybe we'll start with you, Ryan.
1: Yeah, I mean, I just think I just remember after that Penn State game that the fan base was going crazy. Uh, Harbaugh's hot the hot seat was uh, was getting even warmer. It seemed like. Um, it's like they cannot win a big game. They cannot come through in clutch moments. Um, and then they have to come home against a top 10 team. I, I just remember people were giving mission very little respect after um, where they were at that point in that season. And it's like, all right, let's see, let's see what they can do. And it was a night game. The weather was crappy. Everyone's in their maze ponchos. It was a, a pretty awesome atmosphere. And then Michigan dominated. I mean, it's they, from the, from the get go, uh, Ian book looked completely lost. The defense was dominant. The run game was dominant, uh, with Haskins leading the way had another one of his, uh, I don't think that was one of the games where he did have one of those patented hurdles he likes. I think that was one of the first times he, he did that. Um, and I mean, how many times do you see Michigan get a bad call and not bounce back? And then they actually overcame a bad call in that game with a horrendous PI flag on Khalid Hudson that led to Notre Dame's first touchdown, which kind of made it a game again. And then Michigan has put the foot foot on the gas and, and continue to roll. So, I mean, t- to, beat a top 10 team arrival and, and knowing that it's going to be the last game in a while, I just think that, that, w- that was a pretty, pretty significant win for, for Michigan. Obviously they didn't win anything else that year of significance, but, uh, I think that was quite the bounce back for, uh, in, in that season and it cooled the hot seat down a little bit for Harbaugh.
0: He makes some compelling arguments, Aaron, not enough to, to, for me to switch my decision on or question my decision to, to barely sneak that into my top five, you know, to have it above Michigan, any of the Michigan state wins and the big 10 championship. I mean, yeah, you lose uh, that game. Now you're, you're, you don't throw away what Ohio state did. That's why I had that as number one, no matter what, but now you're not going to the playoff. You're not. But there's big, no not way big there. This, that,
1: that's the. That's why I had it so low. There was no way mission was losing that game. Iowa ah, was okay, awful okay. last year. That okay. is. That is the reason why I had it so low. Iowa was not a good team last year at all. Like I mean, the only reason why they beat Penn State was just Sean Clifford just died during the game, and they had to bring in this backup that was absolutely horrible. They got blown out by Purdue, blown out by Wisconsin, squeaked by Northwestern, squeaked by Minnesota beat by Nebraska by a touchdown. So it's like, the, it's there. They weren't a good team and I don't think they deserve to be in the big 10 championship. And I mean, Michigan was rolling. I, I just thought there was no way Michigan was during to lose that game. So yeah, they were impressive. They dominated, but just the, the fact that the opponent they were playing was so inferior, inferior, in my opinion, that I just couldn't rank it that high. I mean, obviously winning the big 10 you. title is, is really important, but just, it was, that's, that's one of those opponent factors that I, I was thinking about when I made my rankings.
2: See, when I would value that game, I valued the, the championship. Like you could have right. changed any other big Ten West team out of, out of Iowa. You could have put Northwestern there. You could have put in who are fill in the blank. And I, I think it still would have to me, it was still at the top of my list. I, I look so much at the opponent more as them finally winning the big 10 championship. Because again, that was, it seemed like that was a talking point year after year with Jim Harbaugh. And obviously, the inability to beat Ohio State was obviously key, but that seemed to be the, the stopping point to getting to the next hurdle, which was the Big Ten title. And they finally were able to do it. So for me, like the opponent didn't mean as much. Yeah, Iowa wasn't a very good team. They were good defensively, um, you know, statistically. Uh, Michigan had no problem handling them, and they they were totally in, inept offensively. But they won the championship. It was a, it was a it was a it was a huge moment, a banner moment for the program. And it's going to be living you know, the record books forever. And I I think the opponent's kind of like an afterthought to me with with that game. That's fair. Fair
0: enough. Uh, Aaron, you had the Wisconsin victory uh, on your list, which means you have three games from last season. You said maybe there's a recency bias there. Uh, I guess defend that pick because Wisconsin did come into that game having already lost uh, two games um, and, you know, an offense that looked even You know, even before facing Michigan, it looked it looked weak. They were not ranked at that time. But still, you 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 already mentioned some of the reasons why it was an impressive win, I guess, if you want to defend that pick a little more, since you were the lone wolf with that one.
2: So yeah, before I defend it, I I do want to say when when I was putting together this list, I went year by year and made this kind of master list of games that were considered, you know, to me were considered highlight games and you guys mentioned the, the Michigan States and I had three Michigan state games that didn't cut the the final five, but mm-hmm. they were on my like top 10, tw- 10, 12, it's 2016 win over Michigan state, uh, 18 and 19, as you guys mentioned. So they were right there and and yet they didn't make the list, but yeah, it to, obviously Wisconsin wasn't, a gr- wasn't a great team last year. Um, you know, it, it wasn't at the time, like, Going into that game, I think the talk was, can Michigan finally get a big win on the road? Can they finally beat Wisconsin and Madison? Is this the same team? Is this, you know, is this the same storyline we've seen in years past where Michigan gets off to a hot start in the year, and then they they, they have struggles on the road, and it wasn't the case. That I remember thinking coming out of that game that maybe this team was different, and I, I thought it foreshadowed the rest of the year, and that's why I put it on there. Yeah, maybe it is a rec- recency bias. I've got three games from last season in my top five but then I've got to remember of what Michigan accomplished last year. It was no doubt Jim Harbaugh and Michigan's most accomplished year under Harbaugh. Um, now you can make the case for, uh, you know, maybe another year, but like the, the, all the accomplishments that I think set the tone for the rest of the year. And to me, that's why it was such a big, it's such a big game, just the way they went about it, the way they they handled business, the way they dominated up front, because historically Michigan hasn't, fared well against Wisconsin, you know, they, they lose in Madison. They usually play tight games in, in Arbor. There have been, there has been a blowout here or there, but they, they don't match up very well with them. Um, so it, to me, it was an impressive victory and it set the tone for the rest of the year. And to me, that's, that's why it made the, the, it just, just cracked the list.
1: That's pretty crazy. I had two, two other wins over Wisconsin that were in my potential list, but did not have, have the one Aaron mentioned in, in his top five. So it's funny how we have different viewpoints on some of these games.
0: Yeah, same. I had Wisconsin the 2016 game as as up for consideration. I think that was like the only other game that, other than the Michigan State ones that I mentioned, that I was considering that didn't make the cut. I mean, like I wrote down the game over Florida to start the 20, was that 16 or 17 season? Yeah. Um, so you know, so in did awful. I. But then in I remember Texas, like, but then like it yeah, just yeah. wasn't. It didn't hold up. That one got cut pretty quickly. Um, I think there's a Penn State blowout. Win as well at one point. That,
1: you guys didn't have any of the the revenge tour games from 2018 on there. The Penn State and the Wisconsin games. I had
2: I had both. I had both on my master right. list. Um, but you know, then I remembered. You know, I mean, it was a good year. And they, they had, it was a decent year, but there was nothing like, gr- you know, great about that season. Plus, those were home games too. Like so I think I think I give bonus points for big wins on the road. And I mean, if you look back before even before last year, Jim Harbaugh didn't have many of them. Mm -hmm. Uh, and and I remember at the time that was a knock against him right he he could win the big game on the road they would beat the teams they were supposed to beat and then they lose to the ranked teams or the the, you know the rivals on the road uh so yeah I I did have both the both games from 18 Wisconsin and Penn State on the list but again they didn't didn't correct the final uh the final five
0: yeah and then uh, again the one I had different was the 2019 game over Michigan State I I talked about it when I first went over the list as far as you know, the series was tied 2-2 and, and both teams were ranked and Michigan just like kind of lets them know. Michigan State actually led 7-0 in that game, uh, but Michigan outscored them 44-3 uh, the, the rest of the way. You know, Shea Patterson threw for 384 yards in that game, four touchdowns, no interceptions. Uh, Michigan picked off two passes. They didn't run the ball that well, but, um, you know, they, they didn't have to the way they were attacking Michigan State through the air um, and finished 470 total yards to 221 uh michigan state so it was it was dom it was domination it sure seemed like the pendulum had swung back towards michigan as it had as it had kind of in the lloyd Carr era you know but again, again it it didn't hold up and that's why i just i didn't really consider that so much the fact that michigan state i'm not knocking a win in 2019 because michigan lost to him in 2021 you know but um that is, I think that's worth noting. that's an argument against it, I guess, if you want to say, is that in the end, they really did not signal um, a new era being ushered in. But yeah, so like I said, four consensus picks overall. and you know really the you know the Iowa Big Ten game Ryan having them four compared to the you know Aaron and I having him at two um or the Notre Dame game with Aaron at two and and or Ryan at two and Aaron and I four and five. But other than that, you know, it was pretty. Pretty similar. I mean, I guess the next thing is, you know, what what games this year could could top that? Because to me, really the only thing potentially is like a playoff win. I mean, I guess you could have a thriller over Ohio St- you know, to go to Ohio State would probably make the list. Um, you know, and, and Michigan State, you know, redeeming redemption from last year, but uh, you know, nothing's gonna happen in the non conference. Um and you know, you just you already you already exercised that Ohio State demon last year, but I don't know. Maybe you guys feel feel differently.
2: No, I, I agree. I, I think a win over Ohio State, maybe a dominating one in Columbus, would probably make the list, and it would maybe be number two on my list. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I think they would need to get to the playoff, probably win a win a game, maybe both, for me to to have to catapult something over the Ohio State one at this point, because yeah. It's, to me, I mean the Ohio State rivalry is above almost everything, except probably a national championship. Yeah, and so and I, you know, so it would have to be monumental, I think, to to over override that. Uh, that's not to say there won't be another you know top five win this year. There could be, uh, but the schedule is favorable. They get some good teams at home. So, you know, to me, winning a winning a a close game or against a team that's kind of considered a you know close a close opponent. Um, at home doesn't hold as much weight to me as it does on the road. So uh, so we'll see. I, I don't know. They they got an opportunity, I, but I think they got to probably, for me, at least go, go the whole way.
1: Yeah, I mean, I think for, for someone other than Ohio State or a playoff game to matter, it would have to be like an opponent coming into their game against Michigan, like undefeated after a few big wins. So like if Michigan State is coming in and has that win over Ohio, if they somehow beat Ohio State two or three weeks prior, then I'd say, oh, you know what? I mean, if Michigan can win even if it's at home, that's probably especially after losing two in a row to to Mel Tucker, that would probably be up there. um if Penn State goes into the mm-hmm. and it's still pretty early in the season, but I mean, Penn State got at Auburn early on. they open with at Purdue. um so I mean, if if they're if they're undefeated, heading in, into that October fifteenth game and Michigan looks impressive against them, maybe, but again that that is at home and, and Michigan plays. Penn State typically pretty well at home. So, yeah, it's going to be tough, but if there, there's some unforeseen circumstances that could uh, could alter things, but it's doubtful.
2: We've talked a lot about Michigan State. We mentioned how, you know, you guys mentioned 18, 19 games, and I had them on my list. I had the 16 games as well, and you know, I, I'd almost put that 16 game ahead of, ahead of both of those other ones. I, I mean, to me, that was probably 2016 was Michigan's best year other than obviously the 2021 season. I mean, they, they went 10-3, and three, but their three losses – if you recall, were by combined five points. So they, they easily could have went 13 and all that year. They had the, it was a controversial loss to Ohio state and everything else. And I argue, but you can make the case that went over Michigan state in East Lansing that year, um, you know, was perhaps their biggest win of, the, of this of that year. I mean, you could probably make an argument about Wisconsin won that year too, um, given the ranking and their final record, but the fact that it was a rivalry game in East Lansing uh, and they were able to kind of overcome the, the heartbreak of the fifteen loss. So I don't know a lot of talk about Michigan State, and I, I think there's three easy, you know, you know, games right there that easily kind of went in, you know, my 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 list. Yeah, no, I
0: think I think Ryan makes a good point about you know a Penn State or, I mean, who knows? Nebraska surprising people and coming into that game. You know, their schedule isn't isn't that tough. I mean, they they have Oklahoma, but their Big Ten opponents are, you know, it's very backloaded with their schedule. Um, they don't have any that are that are ranked um you know before those final those final 3 um so yeah that that that's a way but you know for me like a win over ohio state would make the list for sure probably knock out one of these michigan state games uh a playoff win would make the list you know probably knock off that florida bowl game and then a national championship would be number 1 but you know i don't think anything else anything else would have trouble making the list and and certainly nothing other than a national championship that i could see not even a playoff win would knock off that that Ohio State game from from the top spot.
1: but Not even a playoff win, huh?
0: No. I mean, that, that, that'd that get up there. That'd make a bit even for number two. You know, probably would maybe be ahead of the, the Iowa because currently my number two is the Iowa Big Ten title game. So, game that gets you to the playoff versus an actual playoff win, sure. But, I don't know. Doing that just to get to the national championship and then lose, like, what's the major difference there? To, I don't think it's a huge difference.
2: Maybe if it was a playoff game against Ohio State, I mean, sure, a sure. <laughs> and if okay,
0: the playoff, so expands, big oh, yeah. God. playoff expands, I'll feel differently, but when there's only yes. four teams in it, right? I, I don't know. I mean, I've, I've, you know, I've covered, covered you know, Michigan basketball team that has lost to the national championship. I don't, I don't think it's just a huge deal, you know, and I've seen Michigan state get to the final four and not get to Monday night. I just don't think it's necessarily a huge, huge difference to be the runner up versus you know, make it to the final four. And since there's only four teams that make this playoff, uh, I kind of feel similarly about that, but uh, I know this at this point last year, we wouldn't have, ex- would not have expected that the top five lists would have looked a lot different. Uh, I mean, Aaron's wouldn't have had, you know, three of the games on there. It aren't, aren't you know, wouldn't have been eligible. It hadn't happened yet, you know, two uh, for the, for the, you know, Ryan and I. So, um, and we wouldn't have expected them to be, to, to be possibilities and the list would have looked a lot weaker. So um, I think, I think it just shows it, it highlights how important last season was
2: for jim harbaugh and michigan i was just gonna say if we had to put together this list before last season that would have mm. been tough <laughs> just because i you know you have to figure out which michigan state games you want and but you know the whole point to me the whole point of a big win is like consequence like what does it mean to the season that at hand what does it mean to the coach's legacy and what does it mean i guess the program's history and to me that's 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 a big win. That's a legacy win. And you know, if if you don't accomplish much to get there, you don't win a championship. You don't win a division. You don't whatever the case may be. The the wins just don't look as great. It's easy to remember or forget those. You might remember for certain moments, or maybe you were there for the game and you thought it was cool and everything. But you know, in the, in the grand scheme of things, um, to me, it's 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 got to hold weight and it's got to be part of a just a big, um, you know, bigger overarching I think theme. <laughs> Absolutely. All right. Well, we'd love to hear
0: from you. Um, You can reach us uh, via email, via Twitter, um, or, you know, even drop some comments on iTunes after giving us a five-star review. Uh, So many ways to, to reach out and let us know what your list is in advance of this 2022 Michigan football season. All right. Thanks for listening.